Hello, my beautiful sisters. So this is episode number 34, and I'm going to be talking about who you should go to for advice, who you should go to before you make a decision about either separating from your spouse or leaving your spouse altogether. Um, what should you really consult with? Should you consult with your family members? Should you consult with the church? Um, and I'll just give you a clue right now, or maybe a spoiler. Church might not be your best bet. Um, but stick with me and we'll speak more about this topic after the break. Hey sis, welcome to the When Marriage Hurts podcast. I'm your host, Ola Davis. My mission is to help Christian women in painful marriages become aware of the marriage lies our society and religion has programmed our heads with. Are you tired of marriage advice that always blames you for whatever goes wrong in your marriage? Have you attended all the marriage seminars seeking help only to be blamed and shamed for your marriage problems? Has your marriage become the source of your greatest pain? Have you lost hope of being happily married? Are you just hanging in for the sake of your kids? I've been there before. I know what it is like to feel alone in marriage, yet feel trapped by the wedding vows that I made. Together, we will discover scriptural truths that set us free from the pain so that healing can begin. Oh yeah, let's shake some tables. Yes, welcome back. So, who should you, um, you just had this rude awakening, right? That you've been in an emotionally or psychologically abusive marriage. You've um, finally figured out that everything that's been going on isn't your fault like you thought it was. Um, you've come to the shocking realization that your quote-unquote loving husband is abusing you and they're doing it deliberately. And they know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly how it hurts you and they just do not care. So you've had that rude awakening and now you're like, okay, I can't live the rest of my life like this. I need to, I don't know, what do I do? Do I run? Do I separate? Do I just divorce? Do I? This is so hard. I wish I didn't have to make this decision. What do I do? Um, I'm sure that for most women listening to this podcast, if you've um if you've come to that realization that your husband is indeed abusive for those that are Christians anyway, especially for those that their husbands also go to church. I think church is usually high up there on the list of where to turn to for help, right? Because we usually think, well, 
my husband's a Christian. We have this church leaders that he, you know, possibly respects and is accountable to. Um, so maybe I should report to the church leaders or the church elders. Now, how many of you have done that? And it's at worst, it's, you know, backfired. And at best, it's been no help at all. Isn't that shocking that when you turn to the house of God, you turn to church leaders, you turn to people that you see as, um, I don't know what to call them because I can't exactly call them representatives of God, no, but we almost view them in that light, right? We see them as, oh, people who speak the mind of God and they could probably counsel us or counsel our spouse or keep him accountable, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I'm not saying this is everybody's experience, but I think I've spoken to enough people that were shocked by the kind of response or reaction they got from their church. Anything ranging from them being told that they were lying or being told that they were gossiping about their husband or being blamed for the abuse or denying that abuse ever happened. You know, all sorts of craziness. Or maybe they call the husband for a meeting and the husband's like, just completely denies everything like abusers usually do, right? And it's like, I don't know what she's talking about. We've never had these issues. In fact, she's the one that's been abusive towards me and the abuser just flips everything back on you. And the church leaders become confused and they don't know how to handle the situation, right? Or the abuser says, yeah, she doesn't submit to me and that's why I act out that way. And the church leaders are like, oh yeah, you should. Anyway, you get my drift, right? The church leaders either don't handle the matter appropriately. They don't handle it as this is a husband abusing his wife. They handle it as... Oh, this is a, a teaching moment for us to teach and instruct the wife or, on how to better submit to her husband. Which, when I even hear myself say that, it just sounds kind of sick, doesn't it? <laughs> you run to them for help and then they turn you to be the, the abuser in a sense and they turn your abuser to be the victim. Now, how many of you have experienced that? Or how many of you have um, stopped your, yourself from reporting to church because you know that that's the response that you're going to get? That was my situation. I never even bothered to go to my church because my husband was so revered and respected, almost worshipped in the church that we attended. That I knew it was just going to be a waste of time <laughs> and would probably just cause me more trouble at home if I were to reach out to any church leader for help. Okay, so if the church 
is just going to heap more um, pain on the pain that we already experienced, who else can we turn to for help? Friends or, you know, family members or colleagues at work. You know, the, the reason why a lot of us just feel more comfortable dealing with the abuse and even hiding the fact that we are being abused is in a huge part because it's even difficult to explain what's being done to you, right? Like if you're not able to say things like, oh, my husband hit me, my husband, you know, um, slapped me or whatnot. Psychological abuse is very sneaky. It's very eating. It's difficult to explain to someone who hasn't experienced it and isn't trained in this kind of abuse. So when you try to come up with ways that you could possibly explain it to your friends or family and you don't even know how to put it into words, it's like the brain just shuts down. And you just go to the default of, you know what, I'm just going to find a way to deal with this. And of course, you can't really, you're not equipped to deal with it. So you just continue to suffer the abuse. Okay. You know, opening up to friends or family could um, turn up, it could, it could um, end up in a number of ways. One, you know, it's either maybe they don't believe you because your husband is such a charming person. A lot of abusers are that way. Actually, a lot of covert abusers have very charming personalities. People tend to just love them because they don't know what who they really are behind closed doors. So maybe you're afraid your friends and family aren't going to believe you. And they start thinking, wow, you are you sure you're not going crazy? Because your husband couldn't possibly do these things that you said he's doing or say these things to you. Or your other concern could be, or maybe not a concern if you don't even know yet, but another way things could end up is, Maybe they believe you, they believe you're in arm's way, you're really being abused and they get so upset and, you know, they get so upset and they're like, oh, you need to get out of that home, you need to get out of that marriage. And just because they love you, right, your friends and family love you and they care about you and they believe what you're saying and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry you're going through this, you need to get out of this situation and of course, at that point, you might not be quite ready to, you know, to do that. Like just the whole thought of ending your marriage at that point might be so overwhelming and confusing and scary that you kind of shrink back from that reaction from your family and friends, which in turn confuses them because they're thinking you don't want help, right? And anyway, that 
typically doesn't end well too, right? Because it puts you in a position where you now feel like, oh, my marriage is being attacked by my friends and family. And I know this sounds crazy, but it does put you in a position where you find yourself defending your abuser, right? And that's just a normal trauma response. Another way that things could turn out with friends and family is that not only do they not just believe you because they're so charmed by your husband, but they begin to isolate you and treat you like you're the enemy. And that just hurts more because it feels like a betrayal. So I, I know I'm I'm painting like a really grim picture here of things that could happen when you share the fact that you're being abused with people close to you or the church. But we do need to talk about these things. Not everybody has wonderful, supportive church leaders or, you know, even when you have friends and family that are supportive, when they don't really know how the abuse dynamic works, sometimes their love and care might not be expressed in a way that can actually help you. So these things happen. And that's why I'm recording this episode. My advice is this. Um... Oh, sure. Before I even go on with the advice, I think another option is to see a counselor or a marriage counselor because, you know, we tend to think that abuse is a marriage problem, which it isn't. Um, if you look at the earlier episodes that we've had on this podcast, I can't remember exactly which one, but there was one that talked about why seeing a marriage counselor for this kind of thing might not be the most helpful thing. Okay. Moving along, my advice is if you're just arriving at that point where it's just dawning on you that you're being abused, you, your eyes are like the scales are falling off your eyes, you're starting to see your spouse for who they are and what they are and the abuser they are and the dangerous person that they are, even if they've never hit you physically, you want to take a deep breath. Um, I know that it's it's, you know, sometimes you want to go into denial, but there's a point you get to that you can't even deny anymore, right? You see for what it is, okay? My advice to you would be that before you run to church, before you run to friends and family, run to God. Now, I know that we all have, you know, different kind of relationship with our heavenly father some of us might feel close to him some of us might not feel as close to him it does not matter it doesn't matter how far you think you have from god he's always close by i can tell you that for a fact so if you're like but Allah, i'm not you know i don't know how to pray or i'm not I don't really know how to hear from God or honestly, I'm telling you, 
when you are in trouble <laughs> and you seek the Father, not only does He hear you, but you will hear Him. You just be patient, okay? Continue to seek God in prayer and be like, God, what do I do? I need wisdom. I need your direction. I need your help. I'm telling you, ladies, it works. Forget about anything that makes you think you're not worthy to approach God with this. He is a loving father. Like he even it breaks his heart really that his children hide this kind of things from him. Now think about your own children. If you have children, imagine that your daughter is going through this kind of thing where they're being abused by their spouse. And it's affecting their mental health, affecting their physical and emotional health. Imagine if they kept it away from you. Would that make you feel good? Of course it wouldn't. So why would we think that God doesn't care about the, the, the slightest details of our life? And marriage isn't even like a slight detail, right? It's a major part of our life. God cares even much more. And you could ever care about your own kids. So this might sound like a cliche, but I'm telling you what I know works. Now, are you going to hear a loud voice from heaven? Maybe, maybe not. Okay. <laughs> but God will speak to you in ways that you can hear and know for sure that this is God speaking to me. It might be through reading your Bible. It might be, you know, him just bringing someone into your life that, you know, they might not even be aware of your situation, but they speak something into your life that just gives you direction on what to do next. The godly wisdom just comes. It could come in various ways, but one thing is for sure, it's going to come to you in a way that you recognize that this is, God speaking to me. This is what I, this is the next step. This is what I need to do now. It's, it might not, you know, necessarily come as this grand plan that you know what you're going to do from the beginning to the end, but at least you know what the next step is going to be. I'm telling you, this stuff works. <laughs> God will put situations and people in alignment to bring you the answers that you need so i know this sounds really simplistic but i'm telling you not only what's worked for me but what i've seen work for other people now does that mean that you're not gonna of course you're gonna need people you're gonna need a support system you know you need to start therapy or counseling for yourself i'm not talking about marriage counseling i'm talking about for your own well-being right you're going to need all of that but i'm telling you sometimes running to church friends and family first isn't always or should i even say sometimes is really the best first line of action okay so you know, I do want to keep this episode short, um, so I'm going to wrap it up here. 
Um, if you have like a prayer request, please reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. You can send me a direct message if you don't want to post on the public group or you could post an anonymous message. Um, the handle is when marriage hurts. Let me know. I'm here. I love to hear from you. I love to pray for you. And until I come your way again next time, this is Ola signing off saying, have a wonderful week ahead and know that no matter what happens, Jesus will never leave you nor forsake you. Bye-bye. Has this podcast blessed you? If yes, please head over to Apple Podcasts, When Marriage Hurts, and leave a written review for the show. It would be such a blessing to me to know that this show has impacted you in some ways. Also, share this podcast with a friend. Let's spread the word. Lastly, if you would like to be a part of a community of like-minded women of faith who are on a journey to living the best life God has for them despite their marriage challenges, join our Facebook group, When Marriage Hurts. Until next time, remember the words of Jesus. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest.